Hey guys, welcome to Friday's edition of the Footy Social Club podcast. We are going to go through the games leading into the weekend, give you our predictions. As always, we will have our bets coming out on Saturday on Instagram. Steve, Ryan and Gaz will be posting those over the weekend. Do head over to our Instagram page to check those out. Um, Matt, you join us as well for today's podcast. Thanks, boys, for being here. Um, I'm going to start straight away with Manchester to City versus Spurs. Ryan, how's this one going to play out, mate? Um, I, th- I think City, solely because Spurs still got a lot of people out. Um, I think that's going to really impact them going away. I can't see a makeshift cent- uh, central defending partnership being able to stop Haaland and Co. unfortunately. So, while I think, I think I can see both teams scoring, um, I can't see anything other than a City win, unfortunately, for, for for our friend Gaz. Go on, Gaz. Ten games unbeaten, three on the bounce without a win, no chance of Postacoglu getting manager of the month for the fourth time in a row. It's damage limitation at the Etihad, or is he going for it again? He'll go for it again. Um, and obviously, I think there's goals in there. I think City are actually vulnerable, to be honest. Um, you know, then certainly not the city that of old. Uh, I do think we're going to score against City. Uh, it's just whether we can sort out this centre back par- uh, pairing, um, find a solution there somehow in the in the middle. It did cost us against Villa. Um, I think Romero is back though, but we still need someone else to play alongside him. Um, uh, Dyer will play. Mm, he might actually no. Against Haaland, running in behind? No, he won't be. No, no, no. Tactically, he won't. He needs someone who's with a speed. Dyer's just not quick enough. He's just not quick enough to play in this formation. So, I think it it wouldn't surprise me if they don't bring in a young lad, maybe um, Dorrington uh, or something like that. In <laughs> that's a uh, big call. It, I know it's a it's, it is, but he needs to pick someone with a bit of pace there. Uh, and, but I think I'm going to go for a. I don't think we're going to lose four on the bounce. You see. I think we're just playing far too well for four on the bounce. Um, <laughs> so I am going to go for a score draw. Uh, and in my bet, I think I'm going to do a, um, yeah, a score draw. Ever the optimist. Steve, how is Man City versus Spurs going to play out? Um, depends what Man City turn up, in fairness, because... You know they've they've, they've not fence. quite started. This, yeah, they've, well, they've not quite started the start the season. No, <laughs> wait, for it, wait for it, Matt. I'm not Rod Seal with, with this with this result. Not 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 Rod No, I think um, I think it depends. I say on what Man City turn up, but I do think they they will this weekend. Uh, big game against Tottenham. They'll be right up for it, um, and I think it actually will be a three-one Man City win. Comfortable for Manchester City. Matt, you'll be wanting Spurs to win this one, seeing that you support the red half of Manchester. Uh, I want this to be a draw, to be honest. So I'm hopeful that that Gaz is going to be right. And I think it will be a draw as well, despite Tottenham having numerous players out. um, I I think they're just going to absolutely go for it. I think they're going to overwhelm City a little bit as well. And I think it will be a draw. Draw, win, win and a draw. On the fence. On the fence. On the fence, yeah. <laughs> Matt's now got his tin of Ronsil probably next to him as we discuss that fixture. I, there's only one team winning for me, and that's Manchester City, and that's not because I'm an Arsenal fan. But I think the injuries that Spurs are carrying um, will be too much for Man City. And Man City generally don't go and draw two games in, on, a, on the bounce. Um, I expect them to get back to winning ways and be 
comfortable winners um, when they face Spurs next on Sunday, I should say. Um, let's talk about Newcastle and Manchester United. Newcastle were phenomenal last weekend, Steve, against Chelsea, thumping them 4-1. They play a Manchester United team that are a little bit indifferent. How's this one going to go? Oh, well, I don't think Man United are a little indifferent. Are they? They're form side in the um, form side in the division. <laughs> if you uh, look from the seventh of October, they've uh, you know they've picked up some, some, some picked up some real good results in uh, in that period. So, um, job to know because obviously it's a job to know exactly who Newcastle will have back. But how good a player is that Livramento? He's come in and and sort of slotted into that that Dan Byrne left back role, and and you know it doesn't look like they've missed him, and. With Anthony Gordon seem to be on absolute fire. How good is he this so far? Oh. The last few games he's been game changer. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. I mean, you know, I mean, I know we talk. I think I think Christian, you called out Eddie Howe as being a manager under pressure earlier in the season, but uh, they pulled some what you're results about, out. They pulled some results out when they um, when they need them. I mean, they've you know, there is only two games ago they lost to to, to Bournemouth. Two nil away from home. So, yeah, Trippier was at Jack, war with the, the way yeah, the was, away fans. Yeah, yeah. bit bit Jekyll and Hyde, but I think I think Newcastle, I, the United I've seen in recent weeks could just grind out a result, and I don't want to be on the Ron Sill fence, but two one be on the Ron Sill fence. Two. <laughs> you yeah, died he, to he pick a draw. He wanted to be on the fence really badly. Then he wanted to be one of one. I want to be on the fence. Let me on the. Let me on the fence. <laughs> sit on it, mate. He doesn't want that tin of paint sitting <laughs> next to him. Take those splinters yeah. and sit on that fence. Matt, Man United travelling to St James's Park. There's been some crackers. In this fixture in years gone past, I'm thinking of the filial bear lob over Schmeichel back in the late 90s and, yeah, Les Ferdinand and, and whatever else. But this is a tough fixture for Eric Ten Hag, whether United are the most formed side since the 7th of October or not, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's goals, really. I know we got three against Everton Um Last weekend, but it's 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 goals. That's that's what we're going to struggle with. Our goal difference in the league this season is zero, um, whereas Newcastle are on I think plus plus seventeen. Uh, so I know they've had some big big wins that, that puts them up there on that plus seventeen. But look, we are sat above Newcastle in the league, and no one's really talking about that. Everyone's talking about, especially me, how shitty United uh, season we've had. But we're grinding out results. I think we're going to grind out this result as well. Um, so I'm going to go for a win. I'm not going to predict a score, but I'm going to be the optimist and say that we're going to continue our run and we're going to beat Newcastle and you, Gaz and Ryan, can stop shaking your heads. No chance. <laughs> I, nah, no I think chance. Newcastle will beat you as well Zero quite chance. comfortably. Yeah, I'd go very low. Less than 10% chance for Manchester United to win at St. James's Park this weekend. I think, you know, so-called depleted squad that they had last weekend against Chelsea, look how strong they still were going forward. Newcastle win this and, and, and probably something similar to what they did to Chelsea. Steve, there Can is I a six-pointer this weekend and it's got your name all over it. And this could see the first managerial casualty of the season, I think. Um, Burnley are at home to Sheffield United. <laughs> What's going to happen in this game? Could it see? Could it see two managerial casualties? <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you going for a draw then, Steve? If this is a, if this is a, if this is a nil-nil, nobody would be surprised, would they? Let's be truthful. No, neither, um, neither team can defend for a nil-nil. Say, this, could be, this could actually be a decent game because sometimes these games can be because there's a little bit of jeopardy for both sides. So that tends to make teams go for it a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a high-scoring draw in this game. Um, I think that Everton are a little... Uh, sorry, she- uh, Burnley are a bit o- open. Um, Sheffield a United bit. are completely open. So, yeah, let's go for a high-scoring draw. And and obviously two teams that know each other well because they've, they've sort of gone up and down promotion-wise with each other over the last sort of year or so. So, yeah, 2-2 two, two, I'm going to go with. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we'll come to my team, Arsenal, next. They're at home to Wolves. Now, I do love a bit of Gary O'Neill, as everyone on the podcast knows. Um, I expect this to be a tricky game for Arsenal. Um, however, I think we'll be strong enough at home to scrape past and remain top of the league with a little 2-1 victory at the Emirates. Um, I'm very, very confident with that one. But, Ryan, I want to come to you because um, Villa are on the road again and travelling to Bournemouth this weekend and Bournemouth are in form. Yeah, it's a lot tougher game than what it looked a few weeks ago. I've not actually taken my Villa shirt off all week after our result last weekend. Absolutely buzzing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those, we don't have How's a good record. <laughs> Better than that Arsenal shirt you're wearing. Um, we don't have a good record at Bournemouth either. The, the only time we've won there was when we got relegated. I think I was actually with you, Steve, that day as well. We'd went to the cricket. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a start of a good season because Stead scored and then we didn't win for about 27 games. So uh, I don't know if it's a blessing if we lose or, or is that if John we... John uh... Stead? Huh? Rudy Gestead. Is that John Stead? No, Rudy Gestead. Rudy, yeah, okay. Rudy Gestead. Um, a blast in the past oh, that Rudy nobody Gestead. will remember. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, it's one, this is one of these games, considering our up and down away form that I am worried about. So... Steve, pass me your paintbrush, mate, because I will actually happily take a draw and move on. Up goes the tin of Ronsil paint. There it is. It's going to live with Ryan for the rest of the show. Um, Gaz, I don't normally go to another person for an opinion, but seeing that Brent uh, Bournemouth are your second favourite team in the Premier League and entitled to 12th spot, how are they going to do this weekend at home to Villa. This is going to be a great game. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, Villa, uh, so Bournemouth will guarantee a load of shots. They're going to cause Villa, Villa a bit of a hassle. I'm going to go for a, a high-scoring game now. I'm going to go for 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Uh, three, three. <laughs> three, three. Will they be in your bets this weekend, Gaz? Um, <laughs> uh, both teams to score, for sure. There'll be a both teams to score bet. I, I can't see them not scoring against Villa. And obviously Watkins is on fire, isn't he? So you think Watkins is bound to get one. Um, so yeah, I'd have most definite both teams to score for sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Matt, West Ham at home to Crystal Palace. How do you see this one playing out, mate? Yeah, I mean Palace off the back of a, a, a loss to Luton. They've got a they've got a, a bit of fire in their bellies and try and come back, but I, I think West Ham have got a little bit too much for them. It's going to be a win for West Ham. Um, I think with Bournemouth then winning, or I think Bournemouth will win their game and that will put them mid-table. I think that will put them 12th, as Gaz had predicted, and Palace will lose. So, uh, yeah, a win for West Ham. Easy win for West Ham. Easy win for West Ham. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Ryan, 
is this the moment with Chelsea versus Brighton that they sack Pochettino and bring Deserby in? I mean, there's normally some sort of business activity that goes on when these two clubs meet. I, I'm going to assume that Todd Bowley's settled his, his tab with Brighton so far. This should be actually a very good game, shouldn't it? Yeah, considering half of Brighton's squad is at Chelsea, you'd think so. Um, it's a tough game to call because not two of the most inconsistent teams it comes the fence in the league. Moment. <laughs> no, there's no fence. There's no offence. I'm not going to change my mind at the last minute like Steve. Uh, I do, I've do. i given Brighton a lot of shit recently. I've given them a lot of crap, yeah, but, have, to yeah. fair, but to be fair, like they, they pulled off a really good result at, uh, at Forest, which I didn't expect. So actually, uh, these are the type of games where they do well against bigger, t- against bigger teams. So I actually expect them to go away and win. What yeah, pressure would that put on Pochettino? I still don't know what <laughs> people, what fans expect of it. Stunned that Yankee picked a result. I was. Not the man he went for Brighton. It's not easy. It's, <laughs> a, it's a tough game to call. Mate, you only changed your mind at the last minute because you knew you'd get the piss stick out of you for being on a fence. But it, it's, it's tough, isn't it? I don't think Pox is under any pressure. They're, they're going to be an up and down team. We've said they're young. They need a striker. And Cuckoo's on his way back, but how long it's going to be until he can actually start games, we'll see. And then how long is it going to take him to get up to the speed of the Premier League? It's it's a tough game to call, but yeah. you know they, they turned over bright. Uh, they turned over Ars- uh, not Arsenal, um, Arsenal at the back end of last season. Turned over United at Old Trafford. They're a team more than capable of going away to a supposed big name and getting a result. So this time again, I expect them to win. They turned over Man United. I, rem- I remember that discussion in a previous podcast where they went off and picked 80 or 11 random players for the day and still beat Man United. Um, Gaz, Liverpool versus Fulham. Go on. I think I know your prediction, but go on. It's a full easy one, isn't it? 3 0 Liverpool. Uh, comfortable win against Fulham. Will no, Nunez no score? Because he's rubbish. Yeah, no, he ain't rubbish. He isn't rubbish at all. Um, I'm going to go for, yeah, I think he is going to score. Um, uh, yeah, Salah, Nunez, slobbers like. Uh, yeah, standard <laughs> could Liverpool. You imagine, win could you imagine, Gareth, if Nunez was at Bournemouth, how much of a hard on he'd have watching that game? Oh, my God. I just think he's a really good player. Yeah, absolutely. I just think he's a really good player. Honestly, he's 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 moving. I just don't think. I just don't think. I know. It's frustrating because he's got it all. He's literally quick. He's quick. He's good in the air. He can fit. He can finish. You see that goal he scored against Bournemouth where he miscontrolled it. This is typical Nunes where he miscontrolled it and it almost went out. He got booed. He pulled it in and then ripped it in from like 25 yards. But that guy, he is Jekyll and Hyde, but no, he's, he's a serious reminds player. Me of, he's he reminds player. me of a, 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 a taller Emil Heskey. That's the type of thing he would have done. Miscontrolled it, hit it out of pure fear and it went in. No. Or crouch. Costa yeah, actually, uh, com- I think Crouch is better than Nunez. Yeah. No, 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 no. Comfortable with Liverpool at Anfield. They're, they're going to, you know, that's just like a foregone conclusion. Home banker, that one, for my bet. So I think I'll do that one as a home banker. Fair enough. We'll, we'll look forward to seeing that on your bets. As I said at the top of the show, Steve, Ryan and Gaz put their bets out every Saturday morning, UK time. We've had a few wins so far, boys. Wasn't so good last week. And, and I know the other bets that you guys had... 
got done at the final hurdle. Celtic. I mean, who backs Celtic, hey? Um, Steve, Forrest versus Everton. Everton were 26 shots of nothing last weekend against Manchester United. But um, they need to start and pick some points up following the 10-point deduction. Yeah, I'm surprised you've not actually mentioned either manager, Christian, because these are another two that uh, you've had on the sack I like race Sean Dyche. at some point I like uh, Sean Dyche. during the season. So, yeah, I do think I, I, I like Sean Dyche. And actually, I really like Steve Cooper as well. I think so Steve do I. Steve Cooper is a, is, a, is, a, is a decent manager. This this is, is going to be a really good game, I think. End of day, two, yeah. two attacking <laughs> sides. Um <laughs> yeah, I think I think really a high score and um, a high score and win for Forest. I think this will be. So uh, I'm going to go for a, for a three two and not sit on the fence like Ryan always does. So uh, yeah, let's go let's go for three two for Forest. You, I love how you put it on think... me, mate. I bet yet again you wanted to pick a draw in that game and you're just terrified. <laughs> you're like no, seven no, of your no, last eight no, picks no, in a draw. No, definitely not. <laughs> I it's think we need pictures. Premier League. No easy game to the Premier League. It's All a right. bit like Wait until it's switch get up. It'll be an easy in. pick every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We might not get So out. looking forward when it should come up. So looking yeah. forward when it should come <laughs> up. Yeah. If you the don't, wheels, you've the got to wheel, wear the wheels have come shirt. off the tractor. The, the wheels have come off the tractor this weekend. Uh, <laughs> or the garden. You'll back your old garden shed. Is it bigger than. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that comes to the last game of the weekend. Brentford at home to Luton. I'm going to go a little bit left field here and say that Luton are going to pick up a 2 1 win away from home. Brentford are going to think they're going to win this comfortably a bit like Palace maybe did last week pick up another win and make it six points in the last two games you're all shaking your head and do you know what we've got a couple of minutes left why can't Luton pick up this result go on Steve you're laughing away why can't Luton go there and win they made it to the big time they are a completely different side away from home Christian that's why and I think that Brentford are a completely different side at home in fairness to them um, I just think that Brentford will have too much firepower for them at, at, uh, at their stadium. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's why. At the end of the day, Luton will battle, but they'll battle better on the small pitch at Kenilworth Road. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do we, because do we think... such a fortress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We won there comfortably last weekend, 1-0. I was yeah, super happy. Yeah, comfortably. Comfortably. <laughs> they let Kai Havertz score. That's how comfortable it was. Um, do, do we think that after this weekend, we will see our first managerial sacking in the Premier League? You're dying no to see No from it. Ryan. Steve, no. No, no from me. You're dying no from to see Matt, it. Matt. I don't think we will just yet. Not just yet. Get to Christmas, we and will. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you for why as well, Christian, because there's midweek games next week, so we they won't be because of the fact there's not enough time to get anybody else It'll in place. be a free hit yeah. for, a, for a club that's struggling. Gaz, are we going to lose a manager no. at the end of the weekend? Not, not, not just yet. Give it another couple of weeks and uh, we'll, we'll for sure. But yeah, not just yet. You lot are all sitting on the fence. I'm going to say that the... Uh, <laughs> The loser of Burnley, Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an absolute... Pot should be out the door. No, no, no. Steve boy's gone. I don't think companies are under that, as much, anywhere near as much pressure as what you guys are making out. They've invested in him a lot. So, uh, so Burnley, are they happy for them to go down then? They're happy for Burnley to just go I, back I, yeah, down? I, 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 again, what do they expect? 
It's a tough, tough yeah. league. There's probably five teams, realistically, that had a chance of going down. I don't think... I really don't think that they were expecting to finish, like, Bournemouth in 12th or, you know, Palace in 14th, wherever it's going to be. Like, it was always going to be a struggle. And who's going to get more out of the I, team? I, I honestly think if there's a loser in that game, one of them's going. Hickenbottom would overcompany, I think. I think his time is... But, uh, you know, they were talking about Chrissy Wilder not too long ago, and, and, and I'm sure he'll be the first name back in the in the door if it, if it happens. But I think there might be one this weekend. I'm yeah, not normally right. Me, I think Heckenbotham for me. I think I think he's uh, closest out of them all uh, of going. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and there's by not Christine very much money. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I would say on that is I think with, that with Heckenbotham, I think at the end of the day they might. They might do that just to have a change and just to try and see if it if it works for them. Not because of the fact that money yeah. they've spent or he's done a terrible job. I just think because of the fact that might be worth them having a change. That's a possibility. I agree. Go back to Chris Wilder with what they had three years ago, whatever it was. I don't, I, <laughs> like, I don't know. Will they go to Chris Wilder? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know whether so. they will. Don't I go back. That's where they'll see. go. Why, why Big not? Sam would do well there. Big Sam would definitely do well there. Neil Warnock could go back to Sheffield United. I'd love to see Neil Warnock back in the Premier League. Um, guys, that's it. That's for the quick fire pod on a Friday. Predictions are out there. Um, I'm still bottom of the ESPN prediction tips and failing miserably every week. That Tottenham shirt with the Gypsy King on the back is looking more and more favourable. Um, guys, have a good weekend. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, head over to YouTube, head over to Spotify. Big shout out and reminder thanks there from Ryan. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we've got it. If you can like and subscribe, it really, really does help us. I feel bad asking people to do it, but it really does help the show grow. And it means a lot to us when we get a new subscriber. One, two, three of them. It makes everyone happy. So it takes two seconds to do. If you can hit the notification button, it really is appreciated. Have a great weekend. Arsenal will still be top and Heckin' Bottom will be gone by tea time Saturday. <laughs>